Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. Hello, guys. Welcome to our show. Good people, welcome. By the way, I don't want to discriminate bad people. Welcome to our show as well. Anyone who want to learn more about link building and content promotion, you need to watch the entire episode or listen if you use uh, audio format. And I'm so excited to discuss this topic with Alan Silvestri. How are you? Yeah, Tolly, it's great to be here. And I really love the little bubble you had coming out of my mouth in the <laughs> in the intro. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> yeah, Amazing. I, you know, I have a team of video designers and uh, I don't give them some task. I just tell, please create something new. Don't copy others, yeah, yeah. stand out from the rest. And you need to surprise our guest <laughs> speakers. So yeah, I don't know how they can create something like this, but yeah, I, I love it. I, I love, love it. it. I love, love it. it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. before awesome. we start, just tell more about yourself, experience, background, and why you decided to share with us about link building. So my name is Alan Silvestri. I'm the founder and CEO of Growth Gorilla. Uh, so we do content promotion and link building for B2B software companies, SaaS. So the reason I got into uh, link building is mainly because I started in SEO in 2014 after working nine years in an office job. Basically, I was trying to find some other kind of work that would allow me to go play with my band because I had a band and I was playing. Uh, so we mm -hmm. wanted to go touring with the band. And so I started looking for some kind of like remote work. Uh, this is how I got into SEO the first time. And then slowly working uh, mainly on affiliate site in the beginning. I stumbled upon link building and then I kind of specialized into doing just that. I figured out a way and a system that was working for me and for my own site. And then I just decided to, to basically offer that as a service for clients. Uh, the reason why I decided to specialize in, in B2B SaaS is mainly because I think SaaS companies are... Uh, like among the best companies in terms of content, like they really get uh, content marketing, content strategy. Most software companies already are doing some kind of like blog content, right? So the uh, kind of like the aspect that I saw a lot of companies struggle with was more with uh, the thing that comes after the content production. So the promotion essentially, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of companies... Uh, basically focus heavily on like producing content. They maybe publish like two articles a month, uh, 10 articles mm -hmm. a month, but then they don't really know what to do after th those articles are published, right? So they get to a certain uh, threshold where mm -hmm. the content is just sitting there and not doing much for them. And so at that point, what most of them are going to be needing to be able to rank higher in Google is, is typically mm -hmm. like more links, right? Yeah. So this is the main reason why we decided to work with SaaS companies. Nice, nice. Love it, love it. Uh, okay, can you tell the main difference between uh, promotion of uh, SaaS companies and uh, other projects? Uh, uh, any projects, you know, uh, let's imagine weight loss supplements, finance, anything, mm -hmm. uh, and SaaS. What is the main difference? Yeah, so as I mentioned, so I really think the main difference comes down to the unique needs that different types mm -hmm. of businesses have, right? So if you think about, for example, e-commerce, they are more focused on like uh, like product pages. So even if you think about the, the structure of a typical e-commerce website, you have the homepage, you have the category pages, and then you have product pages, right? 
So most e-commerce sites don't typically do a lot of content because they're more focused on revenue, right? So like all they do is pumping out product pages over product pages and like blog articles is not really a very uh, like big focus for them. While on mm-hmm. the other hand, for software companies, they're really focused on educating their customers. So they are going to have a top uh, like top of the funnel content, middle of the funnel content, and bottom of the funnel content, right? Because they focus mm-hmm. mainly on, on solving a particular set of problems for a particular set of people. So this is what each of the features of the software product basically is going to do. And so for this mm-hmm. reason... Uh, they know that to be able to rank higher in Google for all of the three stages of the funnel type content, they are going to need more backlinks. And the best way typically to acquire backlinks is to invest in content. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, this is is basically, I think, the main difference. SaaS companies mm-hmm. are aware of the importance of content. And so for this reason, it's also easier for us to do our work, right? Because if a company doesn't have content, there's no way that we can build links to like product pages yeah. are like more difficult, uh, basically. Love it, love it. Okay, Alan, I have the question. Black hat SEO or white hat SEO? Reply. Yeah, so definitely <laughs> white hat. Uh, so yeah, definitely we don't do anything like scammy or spammy. Uh, we're very careful with everything, especially Google nowadays has become smart enough that they mm-hmm. can like either ignore low quality links. So those links are not going to have any effect on the site or they can also penalize you, right? So we don't want to do that for a client, definitely. I'm all up for doing things in a white hat kind of way, even though I don't really like these terms because there are some things that technically are against Google uh, guidelines, yeah. like like paying for links. But at the end of the day, I think you either earn or you pay for links, right? So, so even if you write a guest post uh, for a typical website, uh, so this guest post is going to have your links like in it, right? Mm-hmm. The main thing you need to think about is you're still paying for the content. So somewhere yeah. like along the line, there's still going to be some type of exchange. You're giving them their content or you're giving them money or you can give them a link swap. So any like anytime there's going to be an exchange, that's technically against Google's guidelines, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but the way that I see it is if it's done in a way that it's, it's like purposeful, right? So there's a purpose behind that. Maybe you're trying to build a relationship with a a product or a company that is tangential to yours, right? Uh, So Mm -hmm. build uh, like friendships and like promote, uh, uh, yeah, tangential products or or services like that. I I seriously believe that there's nothing bad uh, into that. Uh, The main thing is you obviously need to be careful not to get uh, like like penalized. Uh, so there's a mm-hmm. couple of things that you can do uh, to avoid that. Uh, the main one being uh, just try to see link building more as content promotion instead of like trying to game Google, right? So this yeah. is uh, the other reason why we call content promotion what we do, uh, because effectively what we try to do is to amplify the content and the reach that the content has for the clients. So we take the content that they are publishing and we spread the word around, right? So then, so then yes, like the end goal is obviously getting more backlinks, but at the end of the day, we're just spreading the word uh, basically about the client's content in a way that most, like more people can see the content. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, so I think, I mean, like if you see link building in this way, 
uh, 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 so, <clears throat> so I definitely don't think that there's anything bad into just mm -hmm. like amplifying the content, basically. Yeah, you mentioned about uh, these two words, uh, more backlinks. You know, uh, I see when webmasters don't understand what does it mean, uh, more backlinks, uh, because uh, in white hat SEO, we need to pay more attention to quality than uh, quantity. Yes, mm -hmm. and um, uh, I got a client that told me, I don't know what's going on. Uh, uh, he spent like three years uh, to buy backlinks from Fiverr. And if you search on uh, Fiverr, you can see only white hat SEO. Yeah. Uh, we don't provide any black hat SEO. <laughs> and he paid like uh, five, ten dollars for this link building. And he got a bunch of backlinks, million backlinks. Uh, by the way, that was interesting for me to check out the website, mm -hmm. to analyze. <laughs> because, yeah. yeah uh, uh, I, I always love to check out websites that have a million backlinks, you know, from fire. <laughs> just, yeah, be, yeah. <laughs> just to be curious about that. Okay. Uh, can you tell, for example, for webmasters, I know some mm -hmm. big companies that have no time to uh, understand the difference between black hat SEO and white hat SEO. Can you tell how to choose the right link builder who can, uh, you know, because it's hard to check out. Uh, many uh, yeah. black hat SEO specialists can tell. I provide only white hat SEO. How to analyze and know exactly that uh, uh, this uh, link building services are white hat SEO? Yeah. So uh, to be honest, I mean, I really believe that companies should start for like uh, should start to form their own uh, like kind of like a quality matrix uh, basically about mm -hmm, the kind mm -hmm. of links that they are looking for right so the other reason why i like working with most software companies is that for the most part they know what they're looking for they know what links are they know about traffic quality relevancy and all these things so it's it's kind of easier for me to be able to sell my services because they already have some kind of opinion about what they're looking for then my job mm -hmm. is to give them what they're looking for okay mm -hmm. so the first thing is i would recommend to start learning more about the different aspects of uh, link building uh, the main things that i will recommend to learn uh, like about is typically five or six uh, things that make up for a good link right the first one mm -hmm. is the link should come from the right type of website so there are two different types of website that you can get uh, the worst one so the like the really black hat sites are called mm -hmm. link farms, right? So these are websites that are created with the sole purpose of selling backlinks to other people or link builders. So these websites are pretty easy to spot. Typically they have a very kind of cheap uh, website theme or layout. So you can easily see that they haven't uh, like invested a lot of money on the site. They are not managed by anyone real. So they are typically managed by a fake persona. They don't have uh, like social media profiles. They are publishing a lot and really a lot of content on all sorts of different niches. So they might have tech, they might have beauty, they might have pets, right? So everything under the sun. And the main reason why they do that is because this way they have more opportunities to sell backlinks to all sorts of link builders or sites, okay? Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, so the other thing that you need to pay attention on these websites is uh, most of them by now. Uh, uh, so I've been able to kind of fake some of the main uh, like SEO metrics, like domain rating, for example, or uh, 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 traffic to the website. So these two are the main metrics that a lot of people that are going to build links are looking for. Domain rating is the overall strength of the website in terms of links that the site has. And it's 
it's a matrix uh, by Ahrefs, right? It's kind of similar to domain authority by Moz, but typically indicates the strength of a website in terms of the links that it has. The second thing is the traffic to the site. Uh, so what these websites do is they publish so much content for those kinds of keywords that maybe are not very competitive, but that have a lot of search volume so that they can kind of uh, basically, yes, like fake and show people that they have a ton of traffic, but at the end of the day, it's traffic that's kind of meaningless uh, because it's mm -hmm. traffic for keywords that don't have buyer's intent for the most part. So people mm -hmm. and companies go on Ahrefs, they put this site in, they see that as a super high traffic and, and good domain rating just because they spammed the domain with some other backlinks. And so they think that it's a good website, but at the end of the day, that's not going to be a good website because the traffic is not going to be relevant to your business. Uh, so people that might come to you are not going to buy. The other most important thing is to keep in mind that the traffic that you see uh, from Ahrefs is the traffic to the domain, right? So when you get a link, it's very important that you get a link from a page that has traffic as well. So there's two types of traffic to the domain and to the page. Yeah. Uh, so the page level is obviously more important because that means that if you get a link from a page that has traffic, people can come from the page to your site. On the, end, like on the other hand, you might get a link from a page that has zero traffic, but the domain has a ton of traffic, but the links doesn't do anything for you. So mm -hmm. it's very important to keep that in mind. Uh, so relevancy of the site is very important. Make sure that the site is uh, like covering your niche or relevant to your niche. Make sure that the site or company uh, like actually has some other product or business that they want to sell. Because if they do have something like that, chances are that they are not going to be there just to sell you backlinks. Okay, Because they have yeah. another business that's the, the main business. Uh, the other thing is quality. So make sure that the content is well written. Uh, make sure that they have like unique images and things like that, that the site looks good and modern because all of those are kind of signal that they are spending and investing time and money uh, into the site and the business. And the other thing is try to look if the site owner or blogger is a real person and not just someone that's being created a, a fake. Okay. Yeah. And then, of course, you can use the main metrics like domain rating or uh, like a URL rating. But as I said, those should just serve as a preliminary filter. And then everything you do from that point on should be manual checks because uh, most sites that are spammy are typically difficult to spot uh, just by using metrics. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, love it. Okay, uh, you know, uh, you mentioned that, uh, you know, website owners need to understand. I, I think, you know, uh, for example, I usually get uh, much higher results with someone who understands SEO. And um, I usually, uh, you know, I, I, I like to share examples from other niches. For example, if you want to lose weight, you need to understand why you need to train to eat uh, healthy food. If you uh, want to learn a uh, different language, like uh, let's imagine French, uh, mm -hmm. uh, any tutor can help you if you don't understand why you need to do it and how to do it. So I think, yeah, yeah uh, that's why it's important to learn uh basics about link building to understand how it works why google cares about that and yeah uh, then when you understand you can hire the best expert specialist yeah. who can uh, provide so, results with that so yeah that's uh, that's very true as i mentioned but also the other thing to mention is so you either learn about what you're trying to buy like on your own or the other thing 
is you find someone that you can truly see as a trusted advisor, right? So one of the first things that I do with uh, new clients that come on board is I explain exactly everything that we do and exactly why we do each of the different things that we do, uh, because I really want to make sure that they know uh, what, like why we're doing this, why we're doing this other thing, right? So nothing should be taken for granted. Uh, so if you work with someone, make sure that they showcase some kind of expertise, right? So they should be the one that tell you, uh, we need to do this because this reason, right? Uh, so on the other hand, if you are working with someone that is just sending you a list of websites with some prices, that's not a, a very good uh, link builder, right? It's basically just someone that is selling links from a database that they have and that are using with hundreds of other people. So those are going to be bad links for you. Yeah, yeah, nice, nice. Okay, uh, let's talk about, uh, for example, uh, I had a few speakers on my show uh, who uh, don't use link building. You know, they get uh, great results. For example, mm -hmm. uh, over a million traffic a month, it's a lot, you know, for competitive niches. Can you tell uh, which companies need link building and which can, uh, you know, pay attention, for example, to create high quality content, link worthy content, because I analyze such websites and I found they create content that deserves natural links. So, uh, and they don't need uh, pay attention to link yeah. building. Can you tell how to find this balance between uh, I need it or not? Yeah. So in uh, so in my experience, uh, there are different types of company, obviously. Like everything with SEO, it kind of depends, right? That's the mm -hmm. usual thing that every SEO says. Uh, but it, like, yeah, to be honest, it really depends. So the so what I like to do is, is to always have a look at the top 10 uh, results in Google for any particular keywords. Because at the end of the day, I think... Uh, Google kind of hides in plain sight the things that they want uh, people to do to be able to rank. So if you see that the top sites don't have a lot of links, it means that you might be able to do the same and rank without a lot of links. Uh, just make sure that your content is properly optimized, of course, because keywords are still very important. A lot of times I see clients that were struggling to rank on page one. Maybe they were ranking number eight or number nine, even though they had some backlinks but then the thing that we found out is that they weren't using the actual like the actual uh, like right keyword in the title so i simply suggested uh, could you try putting the keywords in the title and with that mm -hmm. uh, like next week they were ranking in the top three right so a lot of people mm -hmm. forget the basics uh, some other people are very good with the basics so they might be able to rank even without links if their niche or industry or keywords is not very competitive in terms mm -hmm. of what I mean with competitive is basically uh, seeing what the other people that are ranking are doing. If the other people have a lot of backlinks, chances are you're probably uh, want to have a lot of backlinks. Or, uh, uh, yeah, I've also seen some people uh, being able to rank or like uh, basically get into the top five just because they did something different or unique with the content, right? So sometimes you see that all of the top 10 ranking articles uh, basically are exactly the same. So let's say you see 10, uh, like 10 results that are all the same, like uh, the ultimate guide to this. And then you do something that's slightly different, or maybe you have a different angle to the same topic. Chances are that Google might reward uh, that type of different angle uh, because people like get used to the same stuff. And like, as soon as they see something different, they might click on that 
just because it's different, right? So Google might reward uh, that uh, kind of behavior as well and rank your page higher. So sometimes mm -hmm. it's being able to do more. Sometimes it's being able to do better in terms of quality, or sometimes it's just being able to do something different. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, let's uh, talk about the number of backlinks that we need to promote specific pages. For example, I often check out the top 10 results and can see uh, the first page might have like uh, a thousand backlinks. The second, a few backlinks, you know, the third, like a yeah. hundred backlinks. Can you tell how to find this balance between uh, the number of backlinks that competitors have and uh, the number that we actually need? Yeah, so uh, to figure out the specific number, we have a method that's not obviously exact science, but it, it typically works, right? So if you know that what you need to rank higher is backlinks, because you know that your domain rating is on par with everything else, so you know that you need more and better backlinks. The method that we typically use is pretty simple. You have a look at the top 10 results, you see how many backlinks or like referring domains they have, so unique backlinks coming from unique websites. And then you essentially calculate the difference between how many they have and how many you have. That's what we call the link gap, right? So how many uh, like extra links you need to be able to close the gap with the competition. So once you know that, let's say that like on average, the top uh, 10 results have like 50 links and you have 30. So in that case, the link gap is 20 links, right? So the difference between the two. Uh, once you know this, you also need to take into account how many new backlinks uh, the sites that are ranking are building every month. So you can do that in Ahrefs. You can see into the uh, new backlinks report, and then you can see how many links they are building each month. So that gives you kind of like a ballpark number, right? So once we have the link gap and how many new backlinks they are building every month, then you sum the two and you multiply for the campaign, let's say you want to try and beat the competition in 12 months, then you take the 20, which is the link up, and let's say the other guys were building two links per month, then you basically multiply the two per month for the 12 months, right? So that's 24. Mm -hmm. So that's 20 plus 24 that you're going to have to build in 12 months, okay? So let me do mm -hmm. the math very quick. If I do 20 links, uh, which is the link up, uh, plus 24, divided 12, uh, basically that's uh, three slash four links per month mm -hmm. that you're going to have to build every month for the 12 month, right? So that should get you closer uh, to rank for that target keyword. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, can you tell uh, about uh, the quality of these backlinks? Because uh, links uh, are not created equal. Yes. Uh, yes for example, definitely. if I get this number, 20 backlinks, but if I have some backlinks from Forbes, many other recognizable websites, I can yeah. get much more authority. Can you tell about uh, measuring, uh, I don't know, like the quality of these backlinks? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So quality is all of those factors that I was talking about before. Uh, so site traffic, page traffic, yeah. domain rating, URL rating, uh, relevancy, okay? Uh, the way that we typically measure this is we uh, use a very simple spreadsheet, essentially where we plot down uh, like all of the links that the top 10 rank results have. Uh, this spreadsheet gives us the distribution of all of those links uh, by domain rating bucket, okay? So we can see how many links they have that are domain rating zero to 10, 
how many links they have that are domain rating 20 to 30, how many links there are that they have that are domain rating like 40 to 50 and so on, like all the way to 100, right? So this tells us, for example, that the majority of the ranking sites have most of their links into the domain rating bucket 50 to 70, for example. So we know that that's going to be our highest priority domain rating bucket that we can use to do a preliminary filter uh, when we do prospecting, okay, for the campaigns. The second thing mm -hmm. is the traffic. So we can also see uh, what kind of traffics the sites that are linking to the competition have, uh, traffic to the domain, uh, but also traffic to the specific pages, okay? That's the second thing. And the other thing is the topical relevancy. Mm -hmm. so, so you need to kind of ask yourself, what kind of topics are linking to my competitors' pages? So then you mm -hmm. can try to find similar pages that are talking about similar topics that can link to you, okay? So it's basically these three things that identify and determine the quality of the link is the metrics, like domain rating, traffic, URL rating, the topical relevancy, and then at the end of the day, just the quality, of, uh, like the quality of the specific site that we talked about before. Mm -hmm. uh, can you tell your opinion about... Uh about domain rating uh, because you know uh, the reason why i'm asking about that uh, many seo experts have different opinion about domain mm -hmm. rating many of them tell me that uh, they don't care about the main rating because google doesn't care about this metric uh, it's created by hrfs moss uh, majestic <laughs> samrush yeah, name yeah. them and uh, but many others uh, believe that the main rating is very important they can uh, measure how many backlinks they need to create uh, can you tell about your opinion how it's accurate this data the main rating yeah so yeah it's really difficult for me to know how accurate it is the only kind of data that i have is the results that our clients are having uh, most of them are being successful with this approach so i can tell that in my experience uh, this kind of method works the other uh, problem with this is that a lot of people focus too much on on these things and they leave everything else out like the quality the manual checks uh, so this is not good as well. You need to find the right balance between using the metrics and also visual and manual checks to know if a site is a good site or a good real company, okay? Uh, so you always need to find this balance. Uh, like the main uh, thing uh, that I would say is find something that works for you, right? So we mm -hmm. found this method, it, it works for us. And in everything that I do, I'm I'm very stoic in my approach so i like to find the things that i kind of can control okay and not focus about everything that i can't control <laughs> so the mm -hmm. things that i can control and that can actually serve me into like some of the prospecting kind of aspects are uh, these metrics by hrefs for example it's something that is not like an exact science <clears throat> like as i mentioned so mm -hmm. i will never uh, like blindly trust just the metrics, but it's still better than nothing, I think. So at the end of the day, I would rather uh, like make my life slightly easier and use these metrics to save some time at least to be able to, to, uh, to instead of checking a list of a thousand websites, maybe I only check 500 because I know that those are tip, like should be the best one in, in terms of metrics, right? So it kind of, uh, yeah, like I wouldn't take them blindly, the metrics, because, mm -hmm. like, yeah. of course, like you mentioned, they're like third parties. So there's no way they're going to be exact science. That said, mm -hmm. I would still use them because it's better than nothing. 
in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, uh, you know, it's better when you have something than nothing. You know. <laughs> okay, yeah. Alan, uh, can you tell about uh, link building techniques? For example, we have a bunch of different techniques: uh, guest posting, skyscraper, broken link building. Uh, if you are talking about white hat SEO, by the way, mm -hmm. I, I don't know about. Uh, guest posting it depends uh, so uh, google is against yeah. uh, this uh, technique but uh, actually i asked one time uh, john muller about that and he replied mm -hmm. to me so if you do it uh, with the reason to share value it's not against uh, google guidelines yeah. but if you do for the sake of getting backlink yeah it's against so it depends that's why i can tell that uh, guest posting uh, can be White hat SEO. Can you tell how to find the right strategy? Because I know some companies uh, provide just one link building technique and get high results like PR, uh, like anything, like help of reporters out. I, by the way, I, I know some companies that use only uh, Haro and get mm -hmm, awesome mm -hmm. links, uh, high results. Can you tell how to choose the right link building technique? Yeah. So. So as I mentioned before, uh, so I basically came into what we do and the process that we follow just by doing it, right? Mm -hmm. So the main thing that I would recommend is for people to try and do like all of these different techniques and find the one that works better for you. For example, mm -hmm. not like not all kinds of companies can do brand reclamation kind of links because maybe they're not well known. So there's no way that people are gonna like mention them around like on the internet, right? So that's mm -hmm. one technique that not everyone can do. Same thing for, for broken link building. Broken link building is only something that you can do if uh, you know that you have the resources to be able to create the content to replace the broken link. So you're going to make sure that you have the exact uh, people in your team that can do that. Same thing for Hiro. Uh, you're going to have to have someone that has the time and that can stay there like every single day yeah. and reply to a bunch of different uh, like queries. And the other thing with this is that they should be the expert in your kind of industry, right? So I've seen people that have tried to outsource Harrow, but that's really difficult because like in order to be able to be accepted, you really need to typically be the expert and know what you're talking about. So Harrow, it's something that's, it's kind of difficult to outsource, even though there are some agencies that are doing it. Uh, that said, I still believe it's something that's better done in-house as part of an ongoing kind of effort. The other techniques, uh, like guest posting, uh, like you mentioned, I truly believe in uh, like only doing guest postings in in those situations where you're partnering up with someone that's in your industry. So it makes sense to collaborate on a piece together. Maybe you're doing a case study or a research kind of driven piece where you're providing some kind of data, they're providing some other data and you work together, right? So that's the right way the guest posting should be done. Uh, most people, of course, don't do that. They just do guest posting as a way to get a quick link. And there's nothing wrong with that. It still works, of course. Uh, the other thing is you just need to make sure that the content that you provide is good quality and not just some some like Fiverr article uh, that you paid $5 for. Uh, because at number one, people, like the good sites are not going to be accepting uh, that content. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, if you do that and you get accepted with a bad content, chances are that the site is a spammy site that's basically accepting content from anyone, okay? Mm -hmm. So the the absolute uh, good website for guest posting are going to have very strict kind of guidelines that you will have to respect. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, going mm -hmm. back to the strategies, as I said, 
the main thing is finding the strategy or tactic that works for you. Uh, we found what works for us and for our clients, and we were able to kind of scale that up uh, to a level that is satisfying, okay? So, because that's the other thing. That once you found a tactic or strategy that works for you, you need to scale that up. Mm -hmm. And with the fact that you're only doing one thing, chances are you're doing it better than the other people and you can scale that up uh, uh, faster, okay? Uh, mm -hmm. uh, whether... <clears throat> Basically, yeah, if you're doing like a bunch of different things, there's no way you're going to do like all of those uh, well, essentially, okay? Mm -hmm. It's very, it's very very difficult to be able to do guest posting, skyscraper, broken link building, all at the same time, yeah. and all very well. I yeah i know about that it's the same like you know when i started uh, to grow my social media channels i decided to be everywhere like gary v you know uh yeah. on facebook instagram youtube linkedin and uh my best results were like 10 followers a day 100 views not more then i decided to switch all my attention to linkedin uh to grow my audience to grow my audience and yeah right now i got this audience because of paying attention to one specific direction uh, i know much better uh how it works i can learn the audience much better so yeah and when you have Definitely. a team when you have resources you can uh cover other specific link building techniques why not so but uh, yeah. it's better to start from something that works for you uh, to analyze them. Okay, Alan, I have the question about top mistakes. Can you share your uh, top mistakes that webmasters still do? And uh, yeah, uh, from your experience, because I open still when webmasters mm -hmm. like buy backlinks from Fiverr, other resources, use automation, PBN. Uh, by the way, uh, I know some specialists who are successful with PBN and it demands yeah. experience as well. For example, if you have this experience, yeah. if you know how to manipulate, it's your choice. Okay, let's go this direction. But if you don't understand anything and just uh, to buy this PBN without uh, knowledge and skills, oh, uh, I'm yes, not sure exactly. you can get results. Can you tell about uh, top mistakes that you can see in this niche? Yeah. So, I mean, like the biggest mistake that I see a lot of people is, is basically think that the content is going to rank like on its own. Uh, this is what I call the content graveyard. <laughs> so basically when people are publishing a ton of content in the hope they will magically rank. Uh, but then at the end of the day, the content is most of the time just going to sit there and do nothing for the business. So the first thing is realizing that you actually need that extra push to be able to work mm -hmm. on content promotion, link building, uh, distribution, like like whatever it is that serves to amplify uh, the reach of your content, right? The second thing is kind of like what we discussed now, so doing everything at once. Uh, some, like most companies do social, they do content syndication, they do link building with a bunch of different techniques, but at the end of the day, they're not focused. And so everything kind of falls apart. So then uh, they come to me saying, uh, we tried, link building in the past, but it doesn't work. Uh, it's not that it doesn't work. It's that you tried a lot of different things at the same time and you weren't able to do like any one of them properly. Mm -hmm. uh, the other thing is there's a couple of mistakes that people do before they start content promotion. So those being mainly the fact that they write content for keyword that don't have search traffic potential. There's a study by Ahrefs that says that 91% of the content that gets published don't get uh, traffic, basically. Uh, the, the number one reason 
uh, that they found is because uh, number one, it doesn't have backlinks for the most part, but the other two reason is because it's it's written for keywords that don't have any traffic potential. So there's no way that people are gonna look for that content. And the other problems is that the content doesn't uh, satisfy the search intent for the specific keywords or doesn't satisfy the content type. So search intent is essentially what the people that are typing the keywords are looking for, okay? So your content should match that and people that uh, come across your content should get the answer that they were looking for. Uh, whether content type is something that's, it's slightly similar but different. So content type is, let's say you type in a keyword and you see that the top 10 ranking pages are blog articles. Uh, chances mm -hmm. are that uh, to be able to rank in there, you might need to write a blog article because uh, that's apparently what Google wants to show to people that are typing the keyword. So that's mm -hmm. content type, making sure that the content that you write or that you create for the keyword is matching what Google wants to show. So either blog article or a landing page or a, like a case study or a research piece. Yeah. <clears throat> so anything that's a different type of medium, right? Sometimes it can be a video, sometimes it can be a podcast, right? So anything like that. Uh, so yeah, besi like besides this, I would say just the fact that, yeah, a lot of companies sometimes use too much automation. Um, so they don't focus on quality. They focus only on quantity, thinking that it's still 2014. <laughs> but as <laughs> you know, uh, like some of these things don't work anymore. You can't just spam a site with a ton of backlinks. Uh, you need the right mm -hmm. type of backlinks, like we discussed before. And you need the links from the right sites that are relevant as well. Nice, nice, valuable. Okay, Alan, I have the final question. Uh, Let's imagine you started from scratch without any experience, knowledge, skills. What would you do to learn more today about link building? And the second question about the future of link building. Is it a good idea to start today with link building because many other things are coming like Metaverse, Web3.0. What do you think about learning from scratch and about the future? So uh, learning from scratch, I would highly recommend uh, the Ahrefs blog is one of my mm -hmm. best like top uh, quality resources where I typically learn a lot. I also know uh, the guys at Ahrefs and they're all like really uh, great people. There's a couple of other people in SEO. Uh, there's a community that's great. That's It's called Traffic Think Tank where like a lot of SEOs and people get together to discuss these things. Uh, but mainly I would say just like try to do the work right because at the end of the day it's all it's all a matter of practicing and trying to actually do like do the work and seeing what works and what doesn't otherwise it's going to be very difficult for you to just uh, read and not uh, put what you read in practice okay and so yeah i would like definitely recommend if you're starting from scratch to learn uh, start with uh for example, like a small side project, you know, try to get a rank for some of your keywords and see what works and see what doesn't. Okay. And the other question, uh, what was the, the other question? Uh, the future of link building. What do you oh, think? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So link building, I definitely think it's, it's not going anywhere. Uh, we've seen that it still works. Uh, people still need links from a good website. It's still like a very important like ranking factor, of course. Uh, that said... 
there are some things that are changing in the SEO landscape. Uh, like the main one, like you said, is like voice search or like artificial intelligence. Those things are contributing to change uh, the SEO landscape a little bit. Voice search is changing the way that people search for specific things. So this means for the most part in terms of content that you're gonna have to focus on topics, uh, like bigger topic areas instead of specific small keywords, right? Because the way that people search using voice is so different, so fragmented that there's going to be like all sorts of super long tail keywords that make up for a bigger topic. So that's the first thing, like focus on main topic areas instead of uh, just the single keywords. And then the other thing is artificial intelligence, uh, both in the way that Google uh, sort of analyzes, uh, like Google algorithms analyzes the results, is going to be determined <clears throat> by some kind of artificial intelligence that they're using, uh, which is mm -hmm. called uh, rank brain, essentially. <clears throat> but then the other thing is that are, it's basically the, like there are, yeah, like a ton of SEO artificial intelligence uh, tools mm -hmm. that nowadays can help you with the content or the links or everything that you need to do. So it's a mix of both things, right? Google is getting smarter and smarter and more difficult to understand. But at the end, of, like on the other <clears throat> kind of end of the spectrum, people mm -hmm. have more tools at their disposal that can help them. Uh, with all sorts of things, essentially. Nice, nice, awesome, awesome. Yeah, by the way, I'm using AI tools, but uh, I can't tell that you need to rely 100% uh, on yeah. these tools. It's yeah. better to edit, to analyze what kind <laughs> of content they create, <laughs> because sometimes <laughs> yeah. it's nonsense. <laughs> but sometimes, you know, uh, it can structure uh, a blog article. It can save your time with keyword research. Why not? So, yeah, uh, I think yeah. uh, AI tools are great if you use them in the right way. If you yeah, uh, don't rely 100%. Uh, Alan, it's yeah. a big pleasure to get on my show, to learn from you. You share a lot of valuable insights. Tell our audience how they can reach out to you, learn more about you, follow you. Yeah, so uh, people can find us on our website, uh, which is mygrowthgorilla.com or on Twitter. Uh, my handle is Alan. It's Alan G Gorilla. <laughs> That's kind of <laughs> a funny handle, but yeah, this is the way that I... I created it uh, years ago. So yeah, people can uh -huh. find me there, uh, Twitter or on the website. Uh, those are the main places, basically. Nice. Guys, you can find uh, all these links in the description below. Listen us on Apple, Google, Spotify. Alan, it's a big pleasure. Thanks again. You know, welcome back anytime <laughs> to share more value. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Guys, definitely. you need to follow. You need to follow Alan. You can see a lot of valuable insights, order his services, uh, reach out to him, and you can get the right strategy with link building. Okay, guys, love you. See you. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.